0: Hey, everybody. Jared from Play Along Podcast. Just giving you a little disclaimer. If you don't know, our show Play Along Podcast is very spoiler heavy. We go into a lot of details with whatever game that we're playing. So if you're trying to avoid any spoilers particularly, then I would recommend either playing the game beforehand or playing along with us. But if you don't mind spoilers at all, then enjoy the show. friends welcome to play along podcast the podcast where we play through games i'm your host jared and today i am joined by my two special friends kai and ben how are you i feel like we just did this i know yeah I swear, it's, there's, groundhog, there's a, it's groundhog day
1: yeah severe sense of deja vu um but i'm good i'm good
0: how are you jared you good i'm doing fantastic uh this leg of the game uh, we talked about in the last episode how it's like oh yeah it st- things started to pick up it did not stop in these no. next two chapters it just no uh, we
1: as... we are still on that roller coaster and we are in yeah. the roller coaster cart but we have come off of the tracks and we are just kind of flying through the air <laughs> unsure of where <laughs> we're going to go next. towards the ground yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think could,
0: as like you know when you're at, we talked about this in the last episode too we're at the peak and then you first do that that dip and you get mm-hmm. that like feeling in your stomach it's just that feeling in your stomach constantly yeah <laughs> it's like it's it like we went from like a,
1: we went from like a 20 degree angle to just a sheer drop
0: yeah yeah exactly um,
2: i think we, we should, should just take this metaphor for for an hour Just, yeah, hours. Hour, just hour, hour. Hour. this is the yeah. podcast
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roller you know, coaster metaphor is, is what we do best here
1: yeah. yeah we was talking about like deja vu and stuff because like bts we are recording the day afterwards we're doing a double recording yeah because we've got some special shit that we're doing next weekend um but i used to do that when i used to make youtube videos if i was recording two in the day i would record one and i shit you not i would change my t-shirt and then record the second one
0: i feel like that's a common thing with youtubers especially that like bulk record if they're like doing chips or anything like that they'll like change clothing to make it look like it's it's different days and to keep yeah. the illusion there so that's what we're doing. i would
1: not guys. do it now i i don't care enough to do that but yeah we should I, have done done black well.
0: face and jared
2: should have done white face and then they would have known it's different yeah, there I mean, I'm
1: wearing a
0: white shirt, so that's something. And Ben's wearing a black shirt. Oh my god. Oh, oh, look see, there you go. Fucking mind blown. And, and great guys stayed with the neutral gray. <laughs> you are the middle, middle ground. What I wore teal, teal yesterday. Yeah. You're wearing teal he was last week for you guys. Teal.
1: Yeah. I was wearing teal. Oh, okay. Interesting. See how you go. My
0: lovely uh, uh silk rayon teal shirt it's a beautiful it's a beautiful shirt i would say that the tealness doesn't come out as well on camera but it's very it's very. to teal- be
2: honest with my camera i'm surprised you can see any colors
0: <laughs> not it's just black and white at least it's not like last time where you were like got weirdly orange for some yeah, strange I reason
2: i don't know what the fuck happened there that podcast <laughs> that was... was a goddamn mess anyway so Oh, that funny. that
0: whole
1: episode was, yeah, was uh, all
0: fucked yeah, yeah yeah anyway apologies for episode one of the quarry for its sheer fucking length and all of the technical (laughs) issues but we we We, hopefully have got it down now we attempted
2: to use riverside uh uh, and much like the real riverside in california it's a fucking dumpster fire uh, that should be avoided at all costs Mm -hmm. unless
1: you pay for it uh if you if you want to be a free member it it doesn't bode well
0: zencaster is probably the the best free option that you can do and does a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that paid versions of other uh, of other services do for free yeah. so if you're using a podcaster all of that
1: bad stuff we said about Zen before
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we have a tiktok a tiktok and social videos where kai's ranting about how terrible fucking zencaster is
2: do we have the new ad up uh
0: yeah. yes hell yeah! yeah i do the one where you talk about indentured servants you're welcome <laughs> Uh, guys, if you don't know what Playalong Podcast is, we are a weekly gaming podcast that covers games in a book club format. What we'll do is one of the three of us, we will each take turns choosing a game. We'll then grab that game and break it off into sections. Each week, we'll come together and discuss a, sex, a section. I was, I was, was, that, was that you breaking it off? Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we break it up into sections. Uh, each week we come together, we recant what happens in the narrative, we talk about all spoiler details, we go through the story in its entirety, gameplay, mechanics, and at the end of each one of those episodes, we kind of discuss how we are feeling at the point of that game in which we're playing. Uh, if that's something that sounds interesting, do you follow us on social media? Anywhere you find our podcast, you'll find our link tree, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of that. Uh, follow us Discord. Follow us on Discord. We have fun conversations there. Uh, and leave us a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts because it makes us happy. And we want more people to listen to our podcast because that's exciting and we have fun mm-hmm. doing this. Yes. Also, algorithm overlords. I've made yeah. that comparison in, in every intro that we've done <laughs> yeah. so far. We do this for
1: validation.
0: That's it. We need your love. Every five
2: star review, you get a lovely uh, roller coaster metaphor. That's mm-hmm. a direct yes.
0: conversion. So the last two were free. So we're giving you guys those ones for free. Odyssey, but now yeah. we're stopping the roller coaster metaphors and five mm-hmm. star reviews for
1: everyone. We're like the free trial that you forget to cancel. That's right. You be.
0: forgot to, like, it has like the automatic renew for your subscription. Yep, yep. uh, yeah.
1: Like yeah. a
2: roller coaster.
0: Oh, it's another free one. Here you go, guys.
2: Every time you five star review, you get a ticket to ride. It's like a fast pass right mm. to a roller coaster metaphor. <laughs>
0: god damn it <laughs> you guys have been
1: blessed like we're, we're like eight minutes in and there's been three rollercoaster metaphors so i know just... you
0: guys this is a this is a new record here in the play along <laughs> um if you missed the last episode we ended with uh the end of chapter four
2: mm-hmm. which was
0: emma in in our playthrough at least and i think in both of ours emma nearly escaping uh being attacked by what we have now come to find out are werewolves not skinwalkers As we had initially assumed, Ben's not. No, Ben's not happy (laughs) about them being just werewolves. Um, But yes, nearly escaping, being attacked, and she has landed back on the island in which her and Jacob uh, were initially at when they first started. We begin chapter five, uh, cutting back to. He means she's gone
1: back to the bit where the fire pit was.
0: Yeah, she's come to the main island of the camp, not the island in the
2: middle. Right, right. Island. I think it just might be a camp. That has a lake.
0: Yeah. It's not a main island. (laughs) You're right. It's just a camp that has a lake, and there's a little island outside of that. Yeah. It's not like Hawaii. We're not, like, on the main islands or anything like that. Exactly. Very confused. (laughs) Um, Yes, we begin chapter five with Abigail, Nick, and Caitlin back in the lodge you know ryan and dylan had gone out to the communication center to try to find some way of contacting the outside world to to get help because you know nick's been attacked by from what our characters know some some creatures some kind of bear attack a bear
1: yes right uh
0: i believe in this you are playing as nick and in the beginning you're kind of just having conversations with abigail you can choose to you know um she's very worried about you you can choose to lean in be like no it's okay like don't worry i'm fine uh is that kind of the route that you went ben with this
1: yeah yeah i was like you know as nick i'm gonna be compassionate about Abigail. Mm-hmm. i want to make sure she's okay because like nick's kind of stabilized a bit now um yeah so well that check in with her.
2: real quick oh, yes. <laughs> i also was like i'm gonna be nice and you're like these options are no longer nice very quickly mm-hmm. yeah exactly yes.
0: i think this is like what one of the, one of the shortest ones because you like play as nick and you make like make a couple of dialogue options and then it changes and then you're playing as caitlin like very yep. quick after that which is interesting yeah i mean you can definitely tell there's
2: sections of this game where they couldn't necessarily design it as like a cooperative experience mm-hmm. to be like perfectly balanced uh like these this section definitely as we started off with playing nick i was like oh okay this is where playing two people playing separate characters using the co-op mode is like okay it's a little tedious because you're having to bounce back and forth very quickly right yeah
0: it definitely seems more quick it it definitely seems quicker in this than anything that we experienced before especially in this first section it's like nick make a couple dialogue options immediately switches to caitlin you're like oh
1: yeah okay did you guys um so just before you switch to caitlin there Mm -hmm. is a um I found out these red bar fins that you can choose to do or not do, they call them interruptions. Um, mm-hmm. So there's an interruption where you hear a noise upstairs as a floorboard creaking. And it's not just right. one. It's like sounds like someone's walking. Someone's walking upstairs. And yeah. you can choose to either interrupt and speak up, in which case Nick will shout out and be like, what's happening upstairs? Mm-hmm. Or you can just choose to not say anything.
2: I chose to stay silent. yeah Yeah. same because that makes sense
0: if you hear creaking upstairs and you're the only ones here you know your friends have left then mm -hmm. like let's just be quiet because making a bunch of noise doesn't seem like a good idea especially that they've known there's like creatures and hunters that are that are coming after them too especially because like the interruption would be as
1: nick and nick having been attacked by one of these creatures the last thing I'd want to be doing is alerting a creature to where I am,
0: being like, "Hey, come, come, finish what you started, bro." Yeah, Nick, Nick, and Abigail, uh, unlike Caitlin, have seen these things, and in that situation, I'd be like, "Nah, I'm good. Let's just be quiet. I don't want to. I've been there. I don't want to deal with that again." Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Caitlin is tasked now, being the one with the gun and being the one that wasn't mauled to death by a creature, uh, go and investigate the the sounds that are happening outside of the 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 room. Uh, this is where you're playing as Kayla, and you're kind of walking around as her, and you notice that John Cena has now made his way back, mm-hmm. trying to find. And yep. in this instance, my thought was, okay, he's trying to come and kill Nick because he knows that Nick has, has been bitten by these creatures. We saw from the last, at least in Kai and Mai's playthrough, that when Nick bit the the, the large guy, which I think we find out his name's Bobby in this. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby
1: and Jeb- Jedediah. Jedediah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we find out when when Bobby got bit last time he immediately shot off his finger so getting bit by these things is something that he does not want. So I I I was under the assumption that he's now trying to hunt down Nick to kill him before he turns into one of these creatures. Yeah.
1: I mean in yeah. the, in your playthrough that would make sense. In my playthrough um yeah. obviously I'm trying to forego the fact I know that. I know that right. now at the end of of chapter 6 I know that anyway. Right. But at the time I was like hmm okay I would think that he's coming to try and hunt these teenagers because that's kind of the right. overall mood that's happening in my playthrough at the minute is that yeah. he they are just hunting the teenagers for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So I just stayed quiet and did the don't breathe QTE and just basically hid yeah. from him the whole time. Yeah,
0: there There's a scene where he goes into a room and then Caitlyn kind of leans in and hears having a conversation, which I assume is with Jebediah. And that's when we find out his name is Bobby because he references him and says, Bobby, like, have you found him or uh, do you know where he is or did Mm -hmm. you find him or anything like that? And he said he was still looking in this cabin uh, at the moment. Um, Now, like you said, is that kind of quick time event, which is interesting because it's like Caitlin's at the bottom of these steps to these stairs. And it is pretty dark in this and it's the middle of the night in the forest. So I guess if you were like hiding in a shadow, then maybe it was like would work but he the guy standing at the top of the stairs and she's not very far maybe like 10 feet away from him kind of hucked away in the corner in the shadows and holding her breath and hiding but i don't know i, I would feel like you'd be able to like see like something or like a figure or something i, Mate, I, mean, I guess if it you, was really dark then then you wouldn't be able to i'll tell you later on there's a qte where i hid
1: as jacob and uh-huh. um there's no way i should not i yeah some should of these it? um hide qtes are just like you would clearly yeah. see them
0: yeah, some of them make sense. Like, in the last episode, when you first run into these creatures with Abigail, and she's kind of hiding behind the rocks and holding her breath, like, sure, I, I, I guess mm-hmm. I can understand that. But, like, this guy's standing at the top of the stairs, and she's just, like, at the, the bottom of the stairs. And it's like, how would you not be able to see, see her standing right there? I don't know. But in in this QTE, you have to hold your breath until uh big John Cena walks away and then you run past him. He still ulti- well, he's still all at least on our playthrough, he still ultimately saw us and started not chasing us, but started walking towards us in that direction. And that's when the shotgun. Yeah, as he gets closer to you, he does grab the shotgun and takes the shotgun out of Caitlin's hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um that um, was to say what's really annoying is that um regardless of what happens because I'm just reading the walkthroughs you're talking, um yeah. you if you foul that breathing QTE. You start a combat encounter with the Hunter who goes... You run down the stairs. He picks up a table and goes to throw the table at you down the stairs. Um, oh and you can... You can shoot the table and stop that from happening. But <clears throat> when Caitlyn escapes, she ends up dropping the gun anyway. So you end oh, so up with Caitlyn having no gun.
0: The gun. anyways. That's interesting, though. The
2: breathing QTEs are my least favorite in this game.
1: I feel like they are near on impossible to fail
0: yeah well, see, that's, that, and that's the thing too kind of the the, the flip flop or the other side of the coin from until dawn like until dawn's was really extreme where it wasn't like holding a button, it was keeping your controller still, and any slight movements of your controller and the gyro in your controller set off those things, which, again, in Until Dawn, those decisions and failing those things were detrimental. Like, you would die from failing some of these quick time events in Until Dawn. Right. But this seems like the other side of it, where it's just kind of like holding a button down until the screen's not red and letting go of the button, It's not Yeah,
1: but I I think... I can't remember which one in the Dark Pictures Anthology it was, but they had this like mm. QTE where you had to press the button in time to the heartbeat, so you'd have to press oh, the button twice. You'd be stressful. like dum dum, dum dum, and you had to like get the rhythm down, and that was that version of a QTE, which might
0: have been Madonna.
1: I feel like Madonna had been. something like that. It, it to me that feels like the good middle ground because with this yeah. one you just hold a um you never really get close to running out of breath you just wait for the red to disappear off the screen and you let go of a or x or whatever it is that the button is for you guys um and i just i just feel like it's tedious like it's just you're not gonna fail it i can't imagine a world where you're gonna fail it because you're never gonna run out of breath so why not just have it be a
0: fucking cutscene where somebody is hiding there the little like uh, arrow, uh, quick time events, those are great because it's kind of like it's, it's a suspenseful moment. A lot of the times it doesn't show you which direction that you need to hit until the very end. Granted, I think we failed to only make maybe one or two on our playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely like that better than the hold your breath mechanic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the, the your breath one. mechanic,
1: one. I the like what? the tippy taps, where you just it hit X it.
2: repeatedly over and over Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to tap and,
0: and everything. And yeah. everything. Like yeah. if you're running, yeah, you,
1: you're you have to keep it from coming into the inner circle, don't you? Yeah yeah i mean
2: those ones too similarly to the holding your breath ones i don't think it's possible to fail like i can click the button fast enough every Mm -hmm. time it doesn't matter but i think it's more of an action like i feel active in participating in it
0: yeah that makes it feel more you
2: know like oh i'm actually doing something
0: yeah I i would say the only times that it's like maybe a possibility of like oh man i might fail this is because a lot of the times this is a very narrative based game a very visual game you're putting the controller down to like watch a cut scene and then like you're like oh I gotta tap something so you see frantically pick up the controller i was like oh. i just never put the controller down in this game now because there's always something that's gonna happen so i need to be prepared i
1: played chapters five and six this morning when i woke up and i was eating my breakfast so i'm sitting there eating a bowl of cereal <laughs> and like i've kind of got it down now because you can tell yeah, you can tell exactly. when it's going to be a flick QTE. It's like right. slows down. Slows you can down tell it's anything. coming up. Mm-hmm. But I was literally like one hand on my spoon, like the cereal bowl on my lap. One hand on my spoon eating. The other hand on the joystick, ready. I was
0: like, <laughs> "You're like gamer moment. You just have like six computers around you. Yes, and you're, like, hacking, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> one hand on my spoon and one hand on my joystick sounds disgusting. But I, in the context of this, I it also
1: sounds like really a really bad movie that would have been going around on people's phones in the early 2000s like that's just <laughs> two
2: girls one cup
1: one hand my yeah. spoon. one hand, like, hand on my
0: spoon one hand on my joystick yeah <laughs> um but yeah now that you've you've lost the gun as caitlin you run back into the room with abigail and nick and you let them know that like, this guy is chasing you he does break into the room and they kind of like it, the room is interesting because there's like almost a pillar or something in the middle and they kind of walk around it so as he's walking towards where the bed is they kind of walk around the other side to escape and then they. Run anyone out the who's door.
1: watched scooby-doo has seen this shit happen like fucking like 100 still, like, times down and like <laughs>
2: walking around there may have been like there might as well have been a chase scene through like doors that just keep leading out one another in the hallway <laughs> <laughs> just like
1: fun witty music that's playing in the background yeah. it's very like you know like jared said they're they're going past the pillar this way as he's coming to pass the pillar the other way mm-hmm. um you get the choice of as caitlin saying either to run or to hide mm-hmm. um i was we like were. i ain't gonna fucking
0: hide i ran like i'm yeah i booked it out of there yeah uh as soon as they leave we then cut again and go back to our favorite power couple rye guy and Dog, as they are heading towards the communications radio uh dry and dry for life we are shipping them yes. they're our favorite Fuck. Uh, As they're walking towards this, they're kind of having just general conversation, and it does the exact same thing where it cuts to, like, a POV in the forest with the little googly glops in the eyes, and you're like, okay, there's clearly a creature that is stalking them as they're walking through here. Um, We get a fun little tidbit about Dylan because they're kind of just discussing what they would do after camp and everything, and then Dylan says that he's really into quantum physics. Weirdest fucking (laughs) dialogue. Yeah, i've I know. ever seen I don't it's so
1: out of left field the the the, the, yeah. the idea is basically that dylan came to camp was mm. anxious about being around new people and kind of brought about this persona of being like the funny witty guy and kind of yeah. being the joker and people liked it and that made him comfortable because he knew people liked him so he just kept up that bravado and kept up that persona and yeah, he says that's... to ryan he he's like the dylan that you know isn't actually dylan dylan
2: yeah that's also not how personality works like no. you can change it slightly yeah but I like mean... completely shifting from a uh introverted which i'm assuming was the idea of saying he's like oh i'm the quantum physics Mm-mm. and like technology uh to like a completely extroverted uh personality right. type seamlessly where people are like okay well let's just I mean this he guy also
0: in. he also might be a little bit of both you know he might be able to lean into both categories there is people that, that are like that too and he may have this interest of quantum physics and be introverted but see that seeing that as like a nerdy not popular topic so he like leaned more into his extroverted side and his maybe he's naturally goofy and and and, and funny and uses humor as a coping mechanism or something like that and then leans into that side when he's in this kind of crowd mm-hmm. and everything that's kind of that's kind of what i got with him yeah I and mean, we also yeah. didn't see the
2: quantum physics version of him it <laughs> that's fair. very that's fair. seems very similar just like someone yeah. who maybe knows more about quantum physics which is yeah. like
0: i mean but right ryan, ryan leans into it he's like kind of pokes fun, pokes fun of him a little bit for for having that but still like accepts He's like yeah that's that's interesting and they have a uh interesting dialogue where i think ryan says like oh it's nice to meet you dylan because he's like this is the real dylan he's like nice to yeah. meet you real dylan it's yeah nice um, to meet you dylan dylan i think yeah. oh yeah he's like, I'm, and ryan, he's like ryan. I'm ryan ryan yeah yeah it was adorable we loved it was, him uh, it was
1: unnecessarily cringy
0: but i still <laughs> love him but that's uh, that's kind of the theme that has happened a lot in this game too is is a lot of that yeah game. that's true yeah uh there's a it seems like there's a lot that you can do in this camp i mean mm-hmm. f- in our playthrough from the the cuts of the POVs with the creature and all the action and stuff that we've seen, there was a sense of urgency and I just I just lined it straight to the thing. I didn't explore anything oh, no. else because I was like, I don't want to be attacked by anything that's gonna pop out or come at me. I'm being chased so I just lined it. And even at the end when we got to the uh, radio tower, Ryan says because they think we're playing as Dylan in this moment. Ryan says, are you sure? Like, are you ready to go in? It gives you a prompt yes or no. And in that moment too, I was like, there's probably things to explore, but I was like, I couldn't be bothered. I was like, no, safety is what I need. I'm I'm just going straight there.
1: So there's two tarot cards here. I didn't get either of them, Mm -hmm. Um, but I did find there's a bear trap down the side of one of the cabins um, that you can choose to trigger by throwing a stick at it, um, Mm -hmm. which... I kind of did because I thought, you know, maybe foreshadowing, maybe at some point someone's going to step on it. Similar to the ladder that we know about in the basement that Dylan uh, broke the rung on. I mean, There's also claw marks you can find by the radio shack that you can take a picture oh, of as evidence. And then there's, like, a... How are you taking pictures of things? Do we have a camera or something that we have? Let's take to? it with our phones. Oh, oh you, gotcha. You go in and yeah. interact
0: with it. Okay, gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah, you interact with it, and then he takes a picture of his phone.
0: I know right.
2: that Radio Shack is technically the correct description of that building, but I will never not just associate it with, like, a forgot I forgot, right you, you, I forgot you guys have a compound. store. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Um, the Radio heart. Is that like that just sounds like a rip-off version of Radio Shack? Like so. um radio Hut. Yeah, the other one I got was like a tape uh play that um Dylan had apparently given to some of the kids at the summer camp, and it just has the tune for the uh the Hackett's camp like theme tune. I'm assuming that Dylan would like play it over the microphone in the morning. mm mm-hmm um and that was it i didn't really add anything but the evidence in the bear trap uh was the big yeah, that's that's interesting with a big fears, and I, yeah,
0: and i kind of assumed again i was like there's probably things i'm going to find here i mean the point mm-hmm. of this game is to explore but again there was like the sense of urgency and i was like no we need to be safe we need to be inside this building and be safe these are the two that i want to survive the most i don't <laughs> so, want to go out and you, have
1: someone die how did you feel then when you fall okay i'm gonna book it to this radio place and then you mm-hmm. get there, and the game is like, "Are
0: you sure you don't want to look around?"
1: Like, yeah, I don't. I, did you I, just
0: I, think, "Screw it, I'm going to go inside"? Like urgency and stuff. That was or? that was my thought process. I was like, "Screw it," because even in that moment, I was like, "There's probably things that I'm going to find because they've now prompted me to do that." But I'm just going to go in anyways. Let's just right. let's just let's just. I'm get
1: interested to there. see how much evidence you're going to have at the end of the game, and if it's going to screw you over or not. That'll be really oh. interesting.
0: Oh, good um oh yeah because we i forgot that's a thing for like people to believe us if we don't have the actual evidence then like yeah. taking the picture of, of with emma of the the creatures like that's probably a good thing to have too we have no yeah. proof that these things are actually real aside from the very uh interpretive drawing that abigail has done of these things oh. there's no did you not find proof. the the memory
1: card later on as jacob
0: i don't believe so no oh, oh shit. yeah yeah,
1: you're you're Jacob trying to find Emma, and you find oh, the camera. The camera. camera. You
0: find the camera with the memory. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. we did do that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So um, yeah, we do enter after exploring whether you explore or not in this area. You enter the radio tower. We won't call it a radio shack. Um. And Dylan seems to like pride himself on the work that he's done in here because Ryan makes like an offhand comment of like how it's like shitty or beat up and everything, and Dylan seems to kind of like take it personally. Yeah, understandably yeah. so, man. This was right. like.
1: Is baby. yeah i didn't i didn't realize until this point that um dylan was actually somebody who used to come to hackett's camp as a kid as a kid yeah because he was like when i used to come here this was a shithole and it was like absolutely mm-hmm. awful and then when i became yeah. a counselor i fixed it up mm-hmm. so yeah um and we also find out that the only reason he's allowed to do the radio fin is because um mr h was like you can do the radio fin so
0: long as i can use the hut to store tools store and extra power stuff. tools and everything like that which he would still seem like he was fine with because he just really wanted to have like this radio tower it's, and like a I thing mean, for himself but yeah it's kind of like it's a shitty deal but it is also just
1: like a workbench against the wall right. like it's not a lot well,
2: so boy oh boy are we sure glad that there's power tools in
0: there uh yeah we'll, we'll get to that in a second here um The other thing that i come to realize is dylan says that you know this system is really just used for the pa system and for shortwave radios to like contact people around the camp like yeah it's not really used i, I he he has an exact measurement of how far it actually spans out like a mile like one like mile, mile. Yeah, yeah
1: i i want to talk about this because my man dylan i love him but he fucking oversold how good this radio would be. I know, right? He was like, oh, we can
0: contact someone at the radio tower and we'll, we'll be fine. He's like, well, actually.
1: Yeah, you get there, right there and he's like, well, it only reaches a mile. And it's not a two-way radio, so I have to put out a message, hope someone hears it, and then switch to receiving mode and see if anyone right. contacts me back. Which is how radios work
2: it's not oh, how radios work objectively how radios work is that you have to click send a signal out and then click to unreceive the message coming back in on the same frequency band yeah. so either way so you're like, like, like,
0: like you're holding a button you're holding a button to send out and you have yeah. like if, like, 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 to yeah, receive if you look at it from like a walkie-talkie perspective, yeah,
1: yeah so cool. I, I was aware of the like the button and stuff like that i didn't know that that was what it was actually doing i just assumed that that was, like, a two-way radio, and then there was also a model of, like, one-way radio mm-hmm. that was incapable of receiving, I just thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah. the main problem with this is that someone would have to be on the frequency you send out to. Yes, right. exactly, yeah. So someone has to be listening to the specific, you know, whatever, 96.6 that you're sending out, and then they can receive it, which would be very unlikely. But what yeah. we do hear are the two hunters... Because we find their frequency. And we yeah. learn that they're talking about us.
0: Right, because they, they had heard our, our message. One of the things that Dylan also says is he's, he said that they have like a signal booster they they could use. He said it's, it's, it's kind of janky, but they can connect this to the signal booster that's on the top of the building and get their message out that way. Uh, it, it's funny because they were kind of like before this talking about how they would describe their situation. Like when they were in Mr. H's uh, office and they were going to call, they were describing how they were going to tell people out hmm. of the world what's happening to them and the whole like when dylan goes and and sends the signal on the radio it's just hilarious Terrible. how he like <laughs> tries to describe their situation it's just like he's just like, frantically like there's running a through swarm
1: worlds. of bears <laughs> oh,
0: yeah a swarm of it's bears like, and... hello
1: how's it going out there we are uh pinned down and we are gonna yeah. die uh you know you know oh, you're bears. like i, I hope your radio bears and someone is hurt
0: the, the swarm yeah. of bears part is <clears throat> is really funny because like after he gets he stops, well
1: actually doesn't he?
0: <laughs> yeah, Ryan's just standing there like staring at him. He's like swarm of bears. You mean like a, like a, like a herd of bears? It just like their their whole dialogue between them. Their dynamic is. I mean, really funny. I wouldn't
1: have known. that I, I would have if you asked me. I would have said a pack of bears. I never would have thought it was called a herd. of bears.
0: Swarm yeah. feels like it's a bunch of like swarm is definitely That's bears an insect. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly.
2: Bears are pretty solitary. You wouldn't. There, exactly. there would there would never be, be a, a pack. multiple pack of bears. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think we have a single wild bear here in the UK, so I can neither confirm or deny, confirm or deny the have presence a, of bears. We have usually, the only
2: time you see bears uh, in groups is mothers and cubs. That's yeah. Would be the only times you would see bears when they're
0: there, together. There is an instance where, as Dylan's doing his thing, Ryan goes up to the window and sees one of the creatures outside. And that sh- decides not just decides not to say anything. Man, which... Just does not say shit. I mean, and he, it's not he, even a choice you
1: make. Yeah. Like the game doesn't prompt you to tell Dylan. Because I a hundred percent would have. I would have been like, uh,
0: "Bro, there's uh, one of those one of those things outside." Yeah, I don't know, because the game tries to justify it, and he's like, well, I didn't know if it was real. He's like, maybe I was, like, seeing things, or uh, yeah, I, get, I don't know.
1: Sure it's, Yeah, so, like, it climbs on the roof. No, it doesn't climb on the roof just yet. Dylan right. goes to leave after yep. being spooked about the hunters, Um and they're like, we need to find Caitlin, Abby, and Nick and tell them that the hunters know about us, and sort yeah. of it leans more into that we've been hunted situation. Mm-hmm. And as he goes to open the door, the creature is, like, maybe like it's 15 standing, 20 foot away exactly. just standing looking at the door um and Dylan like sort of is like oh fuck 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 closes the door and you get the choice of either being of either as ryan saying like oh i'm sorry i forgot to tell you i wasn't sure i saw it or the hunter's message like threw me off and i forgot
0: both of those are dumb as fuck
1: <laughs> you fucking say it when you see it as soon as you see right. it
0: you'd be like no dude, demon this is There's like a demon yeah. outside and we're all gonna
2: die uh yeah, yeah i think we did forgot or yeah. like i mean like i one. wasn't sure is really what it yeah. was it was like yeah. oh i wasn't sure what i saw yeah right, exactly okay.
0: um, I, it's, it's inconsequential either way it's... right exactly the the creature then jumps and is on top of the radio tower that we're at oh um, did you I mean, shoot amidst amidst it kind of like walking around and scratching at the tower caitlin um nick and abigail are walking towards the radio tower so uh dylan on the on the radio tells them that there is a creature outside and to hide and to to get to some kind of shelter or something so they run into the the nearest cabin that's by them uh Ah. we're playing we're mine was uh, a wee bit different oh interesting because yours
1: you had emma kick the door down because it isn't just a cabin oh, it's the cabin the they go cabin. into is the cabin from the chapter one that emma and abigail are trying to get into oh so on mine they couldn't get into it so caitlin had to break the door down which alerted the creature to their presence and then the creature oh. went to their cabin and was on their roof trying to get into their cabin rather than being on the radio cabin that's That's so so fascinating
0: yeah well well, even because that leads into kind of what happens next with us and the the interesting thing and the oh uh, so he would have stayed with you guys wouldn't he yeah right the the theme of kai's title here so he's on top of the roof and he's scratching and everything, and we're playing as Ryan right now. And you, there's a couple instances where you're prompted that to shoot. And I was like, in this instance, I was like, yeah, let's let's shoot this guy. Let's let's kill this thing as soon as possible. We shoot, and then some of the boards kind of fall down, not enough to where he's breaking through. But the first time I shot, I thought, okay, that was maybe a bad idea because if we shoot, the only thing that's stopping, the, you know, the only layer <laughs> you're in the between, roof, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, let's not do that. So Dylan comes up with the idea. He's like, wait, if we like boost the feedback on the radio, maybe that high-pitched noise will scare the creature away. Um, And as he's going to do that, the the creature is scratching kind of above where the radio is, and he pulls the cord out and connecting to the radio. So then we have an option to grab the cord. And so as Dylan, we reach up to grab the cord, and the creature grabs us and bites our arm and just yanking Dylan on top of the roof, just gnawing on his arm. Uh, oh, shit. he, he then falls to the ground and he's just screaming and screaming. And he tells Ryan to like connect the tower and connect everything. So Ryan goes up, connects it, hits the PA system. This high pitched squeal comes out. The creature runs away and Dylan's just there screaming, saying it's spreading. It's spreading. You need to cut it off now, cut it off now. And you have an option to use the shotgun or the nearby chainsaw. And we chainsaw Dylan's hand off.
1: I don't know what one's better in that situation.
0: Yeah, I'm not Chains sure. Up, for sure, Kai was
1: not happy about this 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 scenario that happened. You would
2: you would not be able to blow someone's hand off with
0: a shotgun.
1: Yeah, not even so, like close distance, if it's like a twenty gauge, like
0: I don't think it would fully come off. Though off. you might you might like get some some you damage in there, but
2: severe pain, and you would still have partially your hand connected yeah so ryan,
0: ryan cuts off dylan's head to stop any kind of spreading that happens i don't know how like maybe you can feel it. i don't know if how dylan knew but he's like his arm was like twitching he's like it's spreading it's spreading well, cut it off the now one,
1: he was the one who made the comment about nick and yeah. the black stuff in nick's veins when mm-hmm. he got attacked initially
0: exactly so we so dylan does not have a hand in our playthrough he also after this
1: is like why the fuck did you cut my
2: hand off and we're like, well he's
0: like he's like super what? in shock what? like throughout the entirety of you this told and, he's us too, like, and he
2: was like that was probably a mistake <laughs> I was like,
0: yeah. he's it. still he's still like his like comedic humor self, but he's like 100 percent in shock from getting his hand cut off and he looks at his hand He's like what why did you cut my hand off he's like that was a terrible idea right he's <laughs> <laughs> like you told me to <laughs> So mine was vastly different. Um yeah.
1: the creature got attracted to their cabin that Caitlin, Abby, and Nick were in. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we were able to just connect the wire. Ryan kept a lookout while Dylan did that, and then Dylan played the
0: higher pitch sound and the creature so ran off. Oh, so you had no no casualties, no needing no to casualties, cut people's arms off. Uh,
1: nothing like that at all, no. Which I'm really oh, surprised about, because I genuinely, genuinely thought that you guys kicking that door down would be the better option. Like, I thought I had screwed myself over by not unlocking that door. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: um, little did you know.
1: Yeah, little did I know.
2: <laughs> the other option is a missing hand. Yeah.
1: I uh, really feel like it should have been me who had the missing hand. That's really crazy. I also yeah. would
2: like... I mean, we'll see, but... I feel like even if it bites you and you cut off your hand, it's kind of still in your blood. Like I don't know how that works. I don't know how effective. I'd
1: assume so. Like because it's like um, it's like they say with like a snake bite, isn't it? Like you're not supposed to suck the venom out of a snake bite. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, because uh, if you if you like if someone gets bit and you suck the venom out of a snake bite, all that happens is you end up ingesting the venom and you become like
0: poisoned yourself and both of you die yeah <laughs> now, now you're both poisoned yeah so. um a- after this we in our playthrough we met up with caitlin uh abigail and nick they're all very confused why dylan doesn't have a hand dylan's very much still in shock <laughs> caitlin says that we need to like go to the nurse's place or and, and get him you know help as soon as we can but in that moment as we're walking through another girl runs past us and like hops over a wall where the, where the pool is. We have no idea who this is. We hadn't seen this person before. The, the quick shot that we have of her as she's hopping over the wall by the pool, she has like an eye patch. And I was like, who the like hell? A it's a bad metal, bad. This is a Metal Gear Solid character. Who is right. this? What's she's happening right now? Up, she straight up looks like out of Metal
1: Gear. She's got yeah. fucking camo trousers on and like. Yeah. Big boots and an eye patch, and she's j- she is running around. She has, she has big titties <laughs> I didn't see; I didn't get enough go. of a view. She is running very quickly. No, um, I don't know if she does. But... And she, yeah, she's just she's shooting. I don't know if you guys had that as well. um There were shots that ran out, um and it, it, basically, yeah. you, you get the idea. She's with these hunters. We thought there was two yeah. of them, but it seems as if there are actually three, and she's with them.
0: Yeah, uh, as the the gang now chases after her because they're very confused who this person is. They hop over that same wall and this chapter ends with a bloody body that's in the pool in which yes. we have no idea who this is. We were very confused at the end of this because we're like, who who is that? Is that somebody we
1: know? Like, they so all see seemed- I yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, you, as far as you know, everyone's there. You don't know if, like, maybe something has happened to Emma. Um, like, you know, maybe there's some sort of weird thing that happened to Emma. You have no play in and she dies i thought it was laura because the the body there's just like blood and there's like this body of a blonde girl and i was like well the only blonde girl i know is laura so
0: right i i think in this like i don't think we're ever gonna have a chance where like a a death is a surprise like we come around a corner and it's like oh emma's in the pool or something like that i think we will be experiencing or having our hand in the death of maybe none of the characters if we're lucky but any of the characters that die it would be because of the choices that we've made
1: yeah i it, it would be that was my first assumption but it would be a really shitty thing if off camera one of your characters died and you had no say in it whatsoever
0: yeah that would be that'd be interesting um yeah that's the end of chapter 5 we end on that little cliffhanger with with the the bloody body in the water
2: oh. Oh.
0: so yeah we start with chapter six uh but ben you found a cool little little thing about the the fortune teller yeah 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 just saying to you guys in
1: between um if you pause the game and go to Mm. the tarot cards as you scroll down the tarot cards the ones that you chose to see the visions of it will give you the option to replay those visions so you can press x and there's a little square off to the side where it replays the visions and they are 100% clearer and you can actually see what's fucking happening and work out what's going on and everything like that. So that's worth checking out if you guys are playing the lawn or for you guys as well. Yeah. Just because well, there's cool. a couple of, yeah, there's a couple of fortunes that I got that I just could not fucking work out what
0: was happening. There's they're so hard to see in that little crystal ball with Card Lady that, and they, not only is it hard to see, but they're so like... The, the repetition of images or the sequence of images that go by quickly, it's hard to kind of make out anything that's happening. So at least yeah. if if it's still like fast and quick and you can't see anything, at least if the the clarity of the video is clear, then yeah, that, like, that helps a little bit.
1: Yeah, like one of the ones I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> and then when I looked at it in the menu, it was um, Laura and the police officer. And there was a scene I think, where... I think
0: we got that card too because I remember that. There was a scene
1: that. where she was... Um, she injected the cop with tranquilizer and locked him in some jail cell and escaped. Yeah.
0: Mm, spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Um, yeah. Yeah, we start chapter six uh, back as Jacob, as he's walking through the woods, trying to find Emma again. Uh, as he's going through here, like uh, some of our characters have already experienced, he starts hearing whispers of his name.
1: Mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob. Which is and very never...
0: helpfully being like,
1: run something is coming
0: yeah you're like oh thanks creepy voice yeah. i appreciate it i really like that um you eventually get off to a point where i think you're kind of on the the dock area or the the wooden bridge area where where emma was initially and this is where you find the camera and then you get the the sd card that's inside of it jacob takes the sd card out which what what kind of SD? what, what was it again kai because it's not like a normal it's like a big thick buddy EF card there you go the cf card Uh, Because he pulled it out and I was like, that's not an SD card. card. That thing's massive. Yeah. yeah, They were used in a very specific uh,
2: period of digital camera between like 2010 and 2018.
0: Interesting. Um, But yeah, you do, as as you're sprinting through, you eventually do run into Emma. Both of you freak out uh, and. I'm trying to remember what emma says uh, she punches yeah. you oh that's right she's pissed that you left her and she punches you in the face which again yeah. like we left her because we thought one of our friends was dying right and you should have come with me you're, this is a you're fucking the fucking straight up red flag okay
1: she exactly. punches jacob in the chest and he falls over and she's like you fucking left me and he's like no our friend screamed, and I went to check on her. And it turns yeah. out that her wannabe boyfriend Nick was attacked by some bear creature and is like gravely injured. Yeah. He did not. Hang on. Thank you. He. he just getting refreshments. He did not <laughs> tell her to swim to the island and be That's ambushed so. by the weird werewolfy Finn. Mm-hmm. She could have just gone back to the fire pit or gone to the lodge or hell, like you said. Actually, fucking gone with Jacob, uh you know, but she clearly doesn't care for anyone other than herself, and that's why she kissed Nick in the first place. And yeah,
0: oh Emma, really playing with our fucking our, with our boy Jacob's heartstrings, and Jacob's just leaning right into it. Were you like, did you were you angry in his response, or were you kind of apologetic? Or were you just like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, sorry for being rude. Um, we just trying to remember
1: i think i did apologize because like there was something yeah they 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 get into an argument and jacob says something and he he does cross a line i can't remember what he says but he does cross a bit of a line and emma's like oh you know you don't have to be a fucking dick all the time Mm -hmm. and then i chose to apologize you know i was like i'm sorry you know but shit's going on we need to get back
0: right right uh, in the midst of this argument and this conversation that happens, they start hearing noises. Nors- they start or hearing norses. some noises. They start hearing some noises and they 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 begin to run from the noises. Uh that ends up being one of the monsters. And this sets up kind of a chase sequence where you're doing quick time events as Jacob. Um in in doing some of those, we end up knocking Emma off like the, the bridge that we're standing on. Literally like almost pushes her off the bridge and then continues running. I was like, Ouch. Bro, he
1: pushes her through the fence. Yeah. They're exactly. on the walkway. He pushes her through the fence onto the ground below, looks down <laughs> and goes, Sorry, and keeps on running.
0: Yeah. Bro, bro is not winning any point. He was already like in the doghouse, and now yeah. he's just like and like that that so... fight or flight did him dirty. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just
1: he
2: yeah. was already in the Radio Shack, and now
0: yes, and <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so now you're continuing to run as Jacob. I think because you get an option to hide or run. I believe we continued running, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so this didn't. is
2: where I hid. Running through a bunch of QTEs.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, this is where I hid, and this is where I told you about where it was so obvious that the creature should have seen me. Because Jacob hides behind a bush. And it's not a particularly thick bush, and you can very clearly see Jacob through the bush. And the creature is like standing in front of the bush, looking at Jacob, and then just walks off.
0: Oh, it's like that. Is that pulls out as a creature. Glasses is like, yeah. no, that's not. That's not Jacob. Let's just continue going the other way. Yeah, maybe it's because oh. of
2: his bloody face maybe that's was because a of his oh, face
0: oh snap i wonder if i didn't have the he didn't face. have the bloody face in that
1: one only we No, did. i did I oh did. you did oh okay yeah.
0: i couldn't remember if you threw the dirt or not but yeah you you also had a bloody face um ours went a little different because as you run through uh we ended up i don't know if you had the same thing that happened but we stepped in a bear trap yes which was not fun for anybody involved not
1: only do you step in a bear trap but there's like it's like a field of bear traps. There's ones, were, like, foot on one that's like frowned from one another. Any other. of them, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm looking at the walkthrough here. I don't know like did you guys lose Jacob here? Tell me you didn't lose Jacob.
0: We didn't No, know. we tried to pry it open and then it cuts right. to the next scene. So I don't exactly. we, we don't know we don't know what the state of Jacob is at this moment.
1: So <laughs> again, to me this was a no brainer. I did what you guys did. It's oh, a bear shit. trap. Shit. Sorry, I'm just you? reading the walkthrough and I'm seeing the other yeah. option. Yeah, you you, f- um, you pry the bear trap open to try and get your leg free. Yeah. That's what you do. The other
2: one who's trying to rip it out. Yeah, yeah which three.
1: which Darragh just saw. If you try to pull your leg free, there's a QTE that you can fuck up. Jacob falls face first into another bear trap and dies.
0: <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. We are really like, making the right choices here because yeah, exactly. there's so much we exactly. could have been like... We could have been like, oh, well, you know, let's just pry it free because the creature's going to come and attack us. We can get away quicker. And if in the midst of that, like, frustration and chaos, we messed up the QTE and fall face first onto a bear trap. I mean, I feel like
1: if you try and pull your leg free, it's just going to cause you more damage and you're not running from anything.
0: Yeah. I feel like, um, it, is, isn't it possible? To, it's possible to pry bear traps open after they've been set. They're right? really it's fucking just, hard. It's a little hard. Because, I mean, but it's They're, they're resettable, aren't they? That's the whole idea, is that once they've yeah.
1: been, tr- you can reset them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it ends with uh, Jebediah or Jedediah—I don't know his name completely—walking uh, up and yeah, hits Jacob in the face with the stock of the rifle and knocks him mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. usually
2: on bear traps, there is like a like a latch or something that can it's like, like a lever, yeah. and you usually you like push it down with a pole. Uh, um, once again, yeah, they've been they like they they for bears—very strong. Uh, fun fact about bears: they're very strong, and so there is like a little pin lever that sticks out from the side and you push it down and that's what prized the, the things open like once you mm. need to release something
0: but bears no smart or have thumbs so they can do that
2: well they don't have yeah. the leverage that you would need with like a pole to like push it down hard enough
0: i see i see not smart enough to use tools um but yeah so jacob gets knocked out at the end of this and we are uncertain of the fate of jacob at the moment uh we cut back to caitlin abby nick dylan i think that's all of them right yeah yeah ryan and Ryan, yes, uh, isn't and, and, it like
1: a, I saw? It's like a Terminator <clears throat> reference or something. There's like one. There's a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, it might be Predator. This is a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like
0: Dylan. Couldn't tell you. Is Schwarzenegger
1: uh, in Predator? He's the main character of Predator. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You
0: the Wow. Uh, yes, they're they're in the pool house, you know, trying to. Oh no, no, no. So they're they're still standing outside of the pool, observing Correct. the body yes. that's in there. They come to the to the uh, realization that it is uh, Mr. H's daughter. I forget yes. what her name is. What Kaylee. is this?
1: Uh, Kay- Kaylee. 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 Kaylee, had Kaylee. They realize
0: it's it's Kaylee, which they assumed that Kaylee and her brother had left, and they they had gone home uh it, in the middle of all of this like uh nick and abigail are hugging each other and this is where the red flags start popping up because nick is just getting hella aggressive he's like sniffing abigail it's like oh you he smell so good he got a little aggressive beforehand too yeah when he was like he a little the, bit yeah yeah, yeah like, this really is like where that. it starts you really start seeing it when they're hugging right here
1: yeah they're hugging because she gets scared of the body
0: yeah. Um and then he
1: like embraces her and like you said, he's like, Oh, you smell so good. And at the one point at one point he's like, I wanna taste you. And it's what like I mean, bro, depending what? on your context, if uh, it wasn't
0: around a dead body, maybe you could be like, like, yeah, that's a good idea, but I mean, I, I feel like
1: there's only like, you know, like if you're in the bedroom, like that's the only time you could potentially oh be
0: getting away with saying something like that. You mean but not standing like, around all of your friends around a potential dead body yeah. of a of a friend? <laughs>
1: yeah you
0: basically <laughs> just in front of everyone you're like what that puss do <laughs> exactly um, <laughs> um yeah now, but, but did you interrupt Epiro, yes i i interrupted as 100%, 100%. Uh, caitlin because he's being a freak like even regardless of the evil demon creature situation he's being hella sus right now well, just like isn't okay there, isn't back there also, yeah 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 that no that's what
1: happens yeah you have the choice to intervene and interrupt um and i was like of course you're gonna like this guy's being yeah. hella fucking like He's being it's creepy, getting so. it's getting weird um yeah. and you're like i like are you okay like what the fuck and he's like fuck off caitlin um Eerie aggressive uh, yeah and then he gets like more into it and like starts like trying to push abby against the wall and shit yeah. like it gets weird um and abby flag, pushes him off and he falls into the he falls into the pool and starts flailing around as if he's like melting like he's the wicked witch of the west or something
0: yeah more more red flags to him like his demeanor slowly changing and the, the fact that his his might mean something is starting to play into effect here. His attitude is getting very aggressive. And when pushed into the water, he literally feels like it's burning him. Um, In that moment, as Caitlin, you can either comfort, comfort Abby or help Nick. We decided to comfort Abby because. Yeah. Fuck Nick, man. Yeah. Everyone knows
2: werewolves can't swim.
1: Yep. Is that one weakness? That wet fur. Is that a thing?
2: Oh, it's fucking bullshit. They're not werewolves. It's dumbass. made up lore.
1: The only thing that hurts it's werewolves is werewolf, yeah. silver bullets, if you're following yeah, the better, law. Are, I think are you saying they're technically
2: werewolves red. because some people inside of a building who made this game called them werewolves? Is that the argument? Because I'm not going to fall for that argument. That
0: is the are skinwalkers.
1: I'm sorry. I don't care supermassive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You'll made some skinwalker-looking motherfuckers.
0: This is yeah. my interpretation of werewolf. This is, <laughs> they've, they've made werewolf. Uh, but they then proceed to pull Nick out of the pool, and he, I think, to... I- Abby says this, he's like ice cold. Like, mm-hmm. he's very freezing, so they're, they're trying to find a way to warm him up. And this is had... the... M- oh, sorry, I was going to say, this was the yeah. moment where I was like,
1: okay, I can acknowledge that the bite is doing something to him. Like, it's
0: okay in my playthrough to start being like, okay. Something has bad. gone horribly wrong. Also, yeah. like, now, if you... Because they, they, they then go into the pool house and they have this little heater that uh Nick is sitting in front of, and Nick does not look good. He has, like, these purple black veins that are He's just teeth running and yellow myself. and, and like, yeah. all sorts of shit. his eyes are like sunken in in purple and it's like this is not this is not a good good idea here mm-hmm. um you're now playing as abby and abby was kind of standing over nick and kind of comforting him but now you can walk around the the pool house to kind of look for the things i think there is a tarot card in here if I remember correctly. Yes, there is a tarot card. If you go
1: into one of the um, toilets st- right? or shower stalls or whatever that's off to the right. side, you can get the moon tarot card. That's right. Yeah. Um, and there is some other like little clues you can get, like a camp photo and, and mm. things like that. Um, but it's, it's really weird because I found a camp photo, and it's the same photo. It's like it's no, it's Ryan and Mister H's two children. Obviously, we know Kaylee's dead, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Abby sees it, and it's just like. Hmm. I wonder what Caleb's doing. And It's like don't want to don't want to comment on the the picture of the girl that's now dead, face down
0: in the swimming pool. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. Just like I wonder how her brother's doing. I wonder how her brother's doing. Is he also dead, face down in the swimming pool? Is He also <laughs> a skin walking werewolf? Who's to Who say? Who's yeah? Who's to say? Um. Yeah. So you after that, you kind of head back to Nick as as Abigail, and this is where things start getting a little a little creepy. Uh, Nick will keep asking Abigail if, he likes her she likes him and she still wants to be with him okay now what did you do in this situation because you can choose to be calm or aggressive we stayed calm because i was like i've seen look nick's already look creepy as hell he's he's already very aggressive let's just try to calm him down so we just calmly tell him like she she kind of beats around the bush she's like you know it's Mm -hmm. i like spending time with you you know you know that's not really we enjoyed our summer together things like that where she's not saying like i don't like you but she's like kind of beating around the bush of the idea
1: so i went completely different route and i thought you know what this girl she needs to stand up for herself you know this guy's being a fucking creep yeah and is like basically like essentially tried to force himself on her in front of everyone and it's just being hella fucking weird so i went aggressive and um but nick's a dick he's like i knew it you never liked me um, he's like, I, you know, I only ever went for you because you were easy pickings. You were the oh shit, jeez. You were the you were the quiet girl who was just waiting for somebody to show her some attention, and I showed you attention, and like basically yeah. saying absolutely horrible, horrible fucking things. And I oh, don't dick. know, I don't know because the, the the idea is that the bite is increasing his anger and is making yeah. him a lot more aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is like true deep-seated emotions that are coming out because of the extra aggression or mm-hmm. if it's something he's saying because of the bite
0: yeah um
2: let's
1: go with it's something he's saying because of the bite that let's is not his actual
0: that. personality that these are just things that he's saying because of the condition yeah. that he's currently because i
1: mean based based on how he was acting prior yeah, he seemed fine he seemed fine
0: but then you know I mean, he could be a bit douchey, but I mean, he's, he's fine, fine at least, you know, not like a complete My asshole. My head is so fucking
1: shiny. <laughs> Holy hell.
0: You're pretty, you're pretty shiny. You today, know how ben. shiny
2: your head has to be to get distracted by that midway through a <laughs> you know, It,
1: it yeah. partially blinded me when I was looking at the video playback. I was like, oh, right, If you're just listening
0: <laughs> to the audio version of this, the video version will be out, and so you can see Ben's super shiny forehead. Uh, but it seems that regardless of your outcome of your choice, Nick then picks up abby and literally tosses her across the room like this throws her into a locker on the other side if there was
2: no red flags before
1: this if you're like (laughs) normal behavior Mm -hmm. yeah if he was trying to explain away how he was acting there's no way to explain this away at all whatsoever
0: yeah, the gang, uh, rightfully so, is shocked by the fact that Abby just flew 10 feet across this room that they're in. Uh, and you're standing up because you're playing as Ryan at this point, And you point the gun at Nick. Uh, and I shot him because I was like, no, there's no way that or who has the gun? Is it Caitlin? It's Abby. Oh, Abby. Oh, you're right. No, 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 no you're right. Abby picks up the gun because she gets launched back and the gun sitting next to her. Abby's the one that picks up the gun. And yeah, cause Nick stand...
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nick's standing and they're looking at her. Yeah. And he's like, the gang's off to one side and Nick and Abby are just looking at each other. And nice. so you you shot him.
0: Yeah, I, I, we, we shot him. And, what yeah. you don't uh, uh, I think it's the same thing. Oh, if you don't oh, shoot him...
1: Holy if you shit! Don't sh- right, this is why... So I also shot Nick because I was like, if I don't, this guy's going to be fully aggressive and he's coming for me. And I was right. Um, if you don't oh, shoot Nick, God. he runs at Abby, uppercutting uppercut her
0: head clean off wow that's this this game's wild because like there's so many instances of where like i didn't shoot like like intuition i didn't shoot mm-hmm. things i feel like that would not like benefit the situation i was like if we shoot this is going to make things worse I, I mean in this instance my full intention was like nick is fucking crazy he's already mm-hmm. like see being aggressive he's now thrown abby across this room we need to fucking kill him because we are already under the assumption that he's going to turn into one of these creatures we need to kill him now
1: exactly yeah i went with that like um zombie trope of like yeah. you know kill me before i can turn sort of situation yeah. it wasn't uh, what nick asked but we had to kill him before he turned but right unfortunately unless, the, yeah exactly yeah. that
0: doesn't mean anything because in shooting nick the anger or the gunshot or whatever makes him fully turn into a skin walking werewolf which he literally sheds his skin, his whole body, and he, he is one of these creatures now. Yeah, he, he literally... Dumps, he scatters away, he skitters he away. He
1: literally, like, shoots his skin outwards, like a big explosion, yeah. and it covers everyone,
0: and he runs out the window. This is what we were talking about in the last episode, where we said no one has died yet, where it's like, you said technically Nick's not dead, but I mean... Well, especially now. Nick is a fucking werewolf. No, he's mm-hmm. definitely not dead. If he's a werewolf, he's going to turn back into a human.
1: Unless so does he get re- his skin
0: lycanthrope uh, lore? <laughs> I like to think that like his skin like comes back to him, so it's like on the floor, like in the room, and it's like oh. sucks back to him wherever he's at. <laughs> I mean, he
2: he grew like three sizes bigger than he was before. So yeah, I'm it's almost like he outgrew.
0: That. Yeah, it's almost like he outgrew like his skin on his body because oh, like he molted or something. Yeah, like explosion. he bursts out of his body and then he's yes. like nine feet tall, and you're like. Oh. Mm-hmm uh yeah was not prepared for that didn't thought that this was going to kill him was not expecting him to go full i'm glad i shot him because of the alternative having abby's head fly off and if we lost abby i would have been heartbroken
1: yeah no i mean she's she's, she's
0: she's no she's no dylan and ryan but i mean yeah ryan has a, they, fun, dylan, couple right? a couple of those so. yeah exactly dylan has a fun story now now he's one-handed and he can at least in our playthrough, and that could be a fun uh story to tell their kids 'cause they're gonna make it. <laughs> How did you and Daddy meet? <laughs> I missed your father with my stump. Oh God.
1: So now we now we come back to Emma. Um yes. and we are back at the fire pit and Emma mm. this this uh, deduces that nobody is at the fire pit and she's like if i yeah. were counselors at an off part like off season camp da, 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 mm. i'd be at the lodge so she makes her way yeah. back to the lodge
0: this is actually a pretty like lo- like we've had some like walking sequences that happen in this game and they usually are are accompanied by some kind of cut scene there's a long time between emma going from the camp to the lodge where it's just kind of like you walk in for a long yeah, time and-, and with how dark it is and with how like rainy it is it's really easy to get turned around too yeah and also
1: there's only one thing to find um, there's a letter I think you can find from a kid who was writing back to his mum, but for some reason the letter never got sent and um I remember what happened in this he's he's thing. talking about how um basically the ghost stories that Ryan and that were telling about the hag of Hackett's quarry and stuff is really messing up the kids and the kids are scared and she's like, we are we are not good counselors."
0: Oh, shit. I, I remembered what happened in this, and I'm looking at the dialogue choices, and I'm, I'm upset. Uh, yeah, as as Emma is walking through this forest, she then comes to the, the hunters, Bobby and Jebediah. Yes. Yeah, and they're they're in having a conversation, and she's hiding behind uh, one of the trees. As, as Emma was walking through here, we were again accompanied by the POV of the werewolf skinwalkers following her and stalking her um in this instance you have an option to run or to stay hiding behind this tree as jebediah and bobby are walking closer we decided to run and in doing that the monster chases after you it, the the skinwalker werewolf does chase after you now if you have the firework from way in the beginning then you can escape unharmed from this creature. Unfortunately, we do not. So Emma got bitten by the werewolf on her. She, the, it grabbed her by the ankle and bit her foot, and she ran away.
1: So I had a completely different experience. Oh, um, shit. I want to say as well, there's a weird comment that happened. I forgot to mention it. When Jacob and Emma are reunited, mm. Emma makes a comment. She's like, "Oh yeah, the the creature bit me on my arm." Oh, so did you get bit too? No, she didn't get bit. That's what's weird. She's like, she's like, oh, it bit me on my arm. And then Jacob looks and he's like, there's nothing there. Like, there's this tiny scratch. And she's like, oh, I, I could have sworn it was bigger. Like, there was a massive bite mark on my arm. She has superpowers. But in my playthrough, I swear she never got bit.
0: Like, I wonder because- if... This this has nothing to do with Emma. I was just kind of thinking about this. When Laura gets injected in the very beginning, I wonder if that, like mitigates turning or something like that like that's why i mean i guess she got knocked out from it i don't know it's maybe tinfoil i don't
1: i don't know if like part of being bitten by them is like some sort of regenerative power that they have and that's why they're hard to kill um yeah so you guys ran and you had that whole thing where you got bit by the creature as emma i didn't run i hid Mm. um and so what happens is um it's actually quite wholesome in a weird way, um, partially, and then it gets weird. So the two hunters, this is where you find out that their father and son and Jebediah's, they have mm. a creature captured, and it's hanging upside down in one of these snare yeah. traps. And Jebediah is saying to uh, Bobby, he's like, stab it. And he's like, oh, I don't know, Pa, I'm really nervous. I've never done this before, blah, blah, blah. Oh, they're bonding. <laughs> yeah. And Jebediah's like, just fucking kill it and do it quick. And you're like, okay, all right, fine um and essentially what happens is jebediah notices emma and goes to basically goes towards her and he's like has she been bit has she been bit and he's like no she hasn't been bit so he looks at bobby and he's like give me the tranquilizer and they decide Mm. they're going to try and tranquilize her um but what happens is that that creature that bit you in your playthrough then appears the hunters will start shooting um and basically as emma you just book it um you just run there's a if you have the fireworks you can use the fireworks to distract the uh hunters but i didn't have the fireworks so i just fucking ran and booked it
0: <sighs> fucking god damn it now emma's gonna turn into a fucking werewalker so uh Werewolf. Girl. Yeah, I like, I, like, I, like, I like skin wolf much better. That's that's this new term. <laughs> I mean, they shed their skin when they and turn. They have yeah. no fur, so they are yeah. a skin wolf. They are they are a skin wolf. Mm. Uh, they look yeah.
1: more like um. What's? Kai, you're a film buff. What's the really famous? I didn't even know. Not Dracula. was Dracula. Predator. So
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. What yeah. Do I know? <laughs>
1: not not Dracula. The really famous mm. vampire. No, like, the, There you go. Thank you. They look more like that. She wasn't than they,
0: Yeah, but I knew they, it. Now. I was shocked that I was right. So I was like, wow. They,
1: they look more like that than they, they look like, like Web. They do look
0: like Nosferatu. I will say my only context for, for Nosferatu was from Spongebob. Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> he's switching the lights up and down, so I won't, I won't give myself too much credit here. Um, yes, after whatever outcome you get with Emma, we can then cut back to the gang in the pool house. Oh, Adam sorry. One sec. Oh, yeah, sorry. Continue continue your your story. No, no, I was going to say, before you do that, um, Emma
1: goes to the lodge, is calling out for the gang. The gang aren't there. She's like, this is creepy. This feels weird. And -hmm. she goes to the van and sits inside the van, and that ends um, Emma's part of this quest.
0: Not sure what she's going to accomplish in the van, but that's where she goes nonetheless. Um, Yes. So so after that sequence happens, we then cut back to the gang in the pool house. Uh, Abby is completely shook up at this point because she's covered with blood because they're all covered in Nick's skin explosion that happened when he turned into a skin wolf. Um, Abby is very like beating herself up saying that she's the one that murdered Nick. I killed Nick. You're playing as Ryan in this moment and you can either choose to like lean into the anxiousness of the situation or kind of reassure abby we reassured her we're like there's nothing you could have done like you did everything right you should not feel bad did you he turned into a monster like don't feel guilty about it at all
1: yeah i mean and i i went the same route and you you do that yeah you're just like you know you defended yourself that creature wasn't nick like you had to do it because otherwise he was going to come for you
0: yeah exactly uh before they can even adjust to the situation that, that has just happened they hear a knock at the door which Takes everyone oh, by surprise. Um, Ryan approaches the gun. Approaches the gun. He, yeah, uh, little sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start doing live foley for our podcast. <laughs> Getting re- really the audiobook uh nomenclatures coming to effect. We'll have like little sound effects. We'll do some ASMR. Oh no, please don't. I'm sorry. That. Uh, yes, Ryan points the gun at the door, and the voice says, stick. "Yeah." <laughs> uh the, the voice says where's chris hackett so this this individual is wondering where chris hackett is um i think as ryan yeah you can either be kind of suspicious of the voice or you can lean into the afraid part i think we ask just who that is We're like who yeah. who are you why are you asking kind of who's chris right? hackett who's, exactly i don't know who that is who's chris hackett uh, we you do get a choice i think well i think you open the door regardless um correct yeah you do yeah dill i think dylan goes and opens the door for us as yep. we're like standing there with a the gun and on the other side is this blonde woman the eye patched the one that we had saw before which we find out is Laura
1: yes from prologue tranquilized yes. lady um yes. yeah the door opens regardless basically either you are like okay I'm gonna open the door like you know don't do anything right. silly and then you get Dylan to open the door or you can say to Dylan like I don't trust her and Dylan is basically
0: just like uh cool okay and opens the door anyway yeah, so it, ha- it it happens regardless. Um, right? But that's that's where it cuts off. We see it's Laura, and that's the end of chapter six. A big old dun, dun, cliffhanger. Laura is alive. She is a now a Metal Gear Solid protagonist. Yeah, a badass skin wolf. Uh, what, sure what did she say?
2: Kyle? I'm pretty sure she says her name right
1: she's like she's like oh i'm laura Manila. and then Dylan and,
2: is like oh you were supposed yeah, to show yeah, her that and- laura
0: yeah
1: yeah and he's yeah. like where's that guy what's his name and she's like max
0: and he's like I'm yeah max. that's right max Max is a what? skin wolf wa- skin wolf is what he is right skin wolf. skin wolf um yeah that's the end you do the fortune teller thing at the end if you find any tarot cards i well actually looking at these we might have found both of these tarot cards here. it's like
1: justice
0: and the moon, and the moon yeah
1: And I chose the moon. And I believe the moon was the one that was Laura tranquilizing the cop and stuff.
0: Yeah, so we did the exact same thing. We found the moon and we got that sequence. Um, Yeah, super spooky. At this point, we have not played the next chapter. So we have no idea what happens. And very excited to find out. Um, But Ben, we'll start with you this time since we'll actually do the correct (laughs) correct order. Um, (laughs) What did you think about this section of the game? Chapters 5 and 6. Bro,
1: like... (laughs) <laughs> I fucking I'm loving this game I'm really really loving this game like the the I spoke last time about the pace of it and everything and I feel like the pace has been kept up from the previous two chapters I didn't expect to be finding Laura I as horrible as it sounds I genuinely thought she was going to be in some sort of weird creepy sex dungeon with the cop Um, I just thought she was never going to come back and talking to you guys and seeing how close i came to fucking up is like and not just in terms of not 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 just in terms of dylan losing his hand but like going through it for this episode being like shit we could have lost jacob we could have lost abigail we could have like you know we could be three people people down at this point right um and so it's just really interesting to see that side of it as well and just to see how small little fins like the log cabin from chapter one coming back into play in a way that i wasn't expecting so that's been interesting it as as much as i would love for it to be like every decision does something i understand there has to be converging routes and you know it's okay it is kind of annoying that no matter what you do dylan opens the door it's like okay well why give me that choice then unless it's going to There are times where you end up with the same option, but it affects how the person looks at you. So like, you know, people can come frustrated or they can be reassured. I like that. That's fine. But when there's no relationship building, I don't see the point in having the choices. If the outcome's the same, regardless, just do the outcome. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm very, very, very excited to play through the next chapters. Uh, I did not expect to be liking this game as much as I did. Um, it's it's blowing me a lot, blow me a blow me a lot. It's blowing me it's away blowing a lot more me. than I expected. Under the table right now, it's This it's game blowing is blowing me, me
0: way more than I expected to. It's a little much, but I'm enjoying. Yeah, it.
1: yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm really really enjoying the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I I reflect a lot of the points that you made. Uh, What's called you, Dylan? <laughs> wow,
2: this podcast is fucking
0: falling apart uh ben the the characterization and characters are so real in this for me that they're becoming real people in real life so Mm -hmm. um no i definitely reflect all the points that you have made this game just continues to pick up and continue to add more excitement and suspense and and stress to the, the narrative and it just keeps picking up there's not really a dull point and the the action never feels like it's too much it feels like it's paced pretty well it's paced good um again i go back to the decisions it's cool to see little things i mean ben you just brought it up a little things like just the door like in the very beginning when we were just campers and there was no there was no consequences and nothing was really happening at that point to see those decisions like breaking out breaking open a door or just unlocking a door or trying to unlock it um affect the narrative this far down too to the point where ben has a character with two hands and we have a character with one just because (laughs) of that you know just because of a little rustling and noise trying to open a door distracted the creature to go somewhere else which gave Dylan and Ryan time to do their thing like those little nods are super cool and it makes you feel like your choices matter and that every choice that you make again even when it comes to if we had picked up those fireworks early on that emma wouldn't have been bitten even though in the moment the fireworks seemed like a bad idea you know even even choices that may seem bad might have good good outcomes to them or might benefit you later down the line which is really cool um i i with you ben where it's like if in those situations where no matter what you do not only doesn't affect the narrative but doesn't affect characters like portrayal of you because there's be lots of times where it's like so-and-so was disappointed in you or so-and-so like trusts you more or like things like that like if you are integrating that into the game and having that affected that's one thing but if it's going to lead to the same outcome and no characterization is going to change or characters aren't going to see you in a different way just just have it be a cutscene like don't give us don't give us a choice of like dialogue if dylan's going to open the door regardless of what happens and a character is not going to change how they view of you then just have the cutscene open the
1: door yeah it's like a fake inflation isn't it like giving you the 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 um what's the word i'm going for the illusion of choice. That's what yeah. I'm going for.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, this obviously, this game does present a lot of choice and a lot of choices that matter, but it's with those choices feeling so important, it makes ones like this stand out more that aren't really important and that don't benefit really the story I, at all.
1: I may, I mean, I may be wrong. You know, further down the line, I mean, yeah, there, may, right. there, may be, there may be something with Laura where she second guesses us because we didn't open the door. Like, if yeah. we'd told her to fuck off and Dylan opened the door, she might have second right. guessed Ryan. Yeah. But the game hasn't indicated anything like that.
0: Yeah. The fact in this chapter specifically that there were so many deaths that could have happened is wild and is making me now even more nervous to play the game going forward. <laughs> Knowing yeah. that even in decisions, even in situations where I might think I'm making the right decision, could lead to one of the characters dying uh, sounds terrifying. So, I mean, I'm hooked. I'm, ha- I'm having a blast playing this game and I'm excited to see what chapter seven and eight have for us.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah.
0: Kai, okay, take us home
1: counterpoint
2: to your perspective in life you make a lot of choices that don't matter uh and so in this game having choices that don't matter kind of works because everything seems so serious and you don't know when something is going to necessarily have a big impact on the story like the kicking the door thing is a perfect example right where it's like okay like you're gonna get in that building one way or the other or you don't i guess you can walk away and you're like okay well that was a pointless decision the bags never really benefited me And then all of a sudden, you know, an hour and a half later in the game, you have a different outcome because of it. But even then, even if there's decisions that don't affect Mm -hmm. the gameplay or the relationships whatsoever, it's like, do I need to think about what the impact of the decision is that I'm making right now? And how is that going to, you know, change my gameplay potentially down the road? Like, um, I get it. Like having decisions that have no clear, uh, you know, immediate effect or affect potentially at all it's like okay well you're making me decide on something that isn't gonna matter but that's kind of how the world works in, in at least a slight way right um and and like of course the Laura thing like they have to introduce laura somehow laura laura was yeah. a playable character so mm-hmm. having her come back i'm assuming is a, a major part of the narrative regardless of, of what is happening in in the specific options that have been chosen um this section was good it continued the like high paced high energy uh kind of scarier feeling of the previous two chapters maybe, maybe even at a higher level uh mm-hmm. than the previous two chapters there's a lot more action uh watching nick get more and more aggressive gives you good insight onto probably what's gonna happen with emma uh at least on our end because she's been biton. uh mm-hmm. she will turn into a skin wolf um mm-hmm. And yeah, cutting off someone's hand with a chainsaw—it's never fun, never fun to watch. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, we sh- we save Dildog, yeah, uh, and and Dryan can can live on and survive. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Thanks this much. section was was strong. It's keeping up nice pacing. Um, you know, the amount of action I feel is is good and sustainable like you're not like burnt out on it almost mm-hmm. where it's something mm-hmm. like outlasts where at a certain point you just feel like dear god i need a break i feel like i've expelled like <laughs> a thousand years worth of energy um yeah so yeah i think hopefully we don't lose anyone else hopefully no one else gets bitten uh and hopefully they turn back into humans once they've been werewolves uh, Man, that's how it works i think, the, I think on once head. once they're gone
0: they're gone
1: I feel like like you're picking and choosing our werewolf lore, and I don't appreciate it. Can I just add on to, like, I want to say, like, I agree now. I understand what you were saying about the decisions as well, because if you think about it, like, if you know that the only time you have to make a decision, it has consequences further down the line, Mm -hmm. that kind of changes the gameplay completely, because you don't know the implication of a decision you've made until you've made it. So yeah. if you know every decision has weight you're going to consider every single decision rather than being like a spur of the moment kind of thing. Um and yeah I just wanted to say as well like like you said like the game has tiptoed on this line of how batshit crazy it is that it's batshit crazy enough that you're still like I'm yeah I am imagining I'm in a horror movie and these teens are being sort of chased in a horror movie yeah. compared to something like you said like with Outlast where it's just fucking fin after fin, like you get captured by the fucking pig man and then you run away and then a the doctor comes along and the doctor chops a finger and then there's a ghost and it's just it's just non stop twenty four fucking seven. Yeah. Which
0: which leads me to think that like we might have a little slowdown in these chapters i think with the introduction of laura we might actually cut back to see how laura got to that point like we might yeah. have like a like an origin story of i mean how i laura hope we there. do
1: i hope we do because That's, i want to see how she's progressed from being this wannabe camp counselor to yeah this fucking metal gear
0: solid character <laughs> Metal Gear solid protect. yeah
2: i mean i'm, I'm assuming she's going to take on the uh like sage stereotype of someone who delivers like additional information Mm-hmm. uh about what is going on. And then this section will be about the the group regrouping for no better choice of a word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and putting together a plan of action that will probably yeah. ultimately fail. Choose, but...
1: choose whether or not to take the fight
0: to the skin wolves. Yeah. Uh yes, I love how Skinwolf has now been the the unofficial yep. official title. We, had,
1: of we had Soul Daddies and now we have skin wolves. That's just how we skin do
0: Wolf. it's part of the play along lore. Um, but yeah that's all that's all for these chapters for today thanks for listening thanks for getting to this part of the episode uh, and now we have everybody's favorite section the recommended section oh, we, like, we need a jingle sure. i know we need, like a, we need like a jingle or something mm. well and please let us one. know if you actually like the recommended
1: section and if you've actually yeah. like because i don't i've had no feedback whatsoever on this section so if you if you guys can sure. let us know then that would be cool. We're gonna do it regardless, but just <laughs> <of the> <laughs> regardless if you
0: like <laughs> it. Coming back to your choices, not having any impact. If you yep. don't like it, we're still gonna do it. So, there you go.
2: This is not a democracy, this is
0: life it. is just a super massive game. Uh, and talking about uh, one true power, Kai has again taken the, the, the reins and giving us another uh, theme as he's uh, stolen, and that theme is alcoholic beverages, yes, alcohol. Yes alcohol So, Sakai, do you want to we we talked a little bit about alcohol the last in the last episode, but no. give us give, give the lovelies at home some recommendations if they're uh, of of drinking age.
2: <laughs> For those of you who are not of drinking age, don't listen. You're not allowed to listen to this section. Uh, Close your ears. I'm a fan of gin, uh, as was said on the last episode. Uh so I will share a couple of gin recommendations. The Botanist uh, is an absolutely phenomenal gin. Uh f- from scotland ireland one of those scotland two. scotland thank you for ben for knowing uh it's delicious it's one of my favorites uh as we said last time roku gin is also very very good it's a japanese gin um and then on the american end aviation gin actually is pretty good you know it's not it Bradley in, cooper's gin it is ryan reynolds ryan reynolds, the, reynolds that's the it. other
0: uh, the other white man yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, aviation, aviation gin uh, is very good and then for other beverages um i'm tr- violently trying to remember the name of this rum that i have downstairs but it's a uh, puerto rican rum it's so good uh it's like a dark um not spice but just like aged rum um i'm sure it'll come to me in the period in which someone else is going so i will circle back on that <laughs> Um, but then, uh, bullet whiskey for making, uh, any whiskey-based, uh, Yes. Old-fashioned
1: with bullet. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good Mm.
2: cheap, but good whiskey, you know, where you're not drinking like Johnny Walker, but it's also, you know, something that's, that's reasonable. Um, and yeah, I I think, I love a good Negroni, but really the ingredients to that are not super important to me, like the, the, uh, vermouth or whatever you make a Negroni with, Uh, but campari is delicious another bitter uh that's very yummy uh so yeah those are my recommendations pass it over to my colleagues
0: uh i'll I'll, I'll break it up by being the basic bitch and doing some nice seltzers here for all my seltzer fans out there uh you gotta have a classic the white claw classic natural lime Can
1: can i can i ask a question yeah uh what the fuck is a seltzer? Because I, I know of it, but I've never had one. We don't really have them here in the UK. They're not. As, just,
0: I know in the US, they're the yeah. rage. Mm-hmm. They're just like like carbonated water. And in the alcoholic version of that, it's just carbonated alcohol. That's, that's okay. the difference between it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just what a seltzer is. And then these are hard seltzers, which are just seltzers that have a percentage of alcohol in them, um, which is what a white claw is. So, my favorite of those probably either the lime or the mango. I'm probably leaning more towards the mango. I like the mangoy flavor of them. Um, let's see. Another one that I like. Truly's. Truly's are good too. Uh Angry Orchard, like the Angry Orchard um apples. As a cider. As a cider, but yeah, I have been just like drinks yeah, like that. Um, those are probably yeah, all all like the seltzers and ciders that I like. Uh, recently, I've had uh, Jameson Irish whiskey, which I thought was actually pretty good. James, Jameson's not bad. It's not my How favorite. I'm not a fan of Irish, but it's pretty right. good whiskey. I like that. So that's a that's very English
2: perspective. <laughs> Not a
0: fan of the Irish. Oh, you, your your camera froze, Ben, and you had the straightest face when he said <laughs> I that. I was him. like, "Oh shit, you pissed off Ben. You said something no, no. wrong, and he's angry." Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't mind Jameson's, but it's not it's not my favorite. I, I also <laughs> could not mind the Irish. I don't mind the Irish. I couldn't uh, give you a name, but like you said, Kai, the rum that we have down there, I'm a big fan of rum. Rum's delicious, making like rum chadas and everything. Oof. But uh, I mean, we
2: for mixed drinks we use Bacardi, which is delicious. Oh, yeah. The very three. solid, uh solid, like shitty rum to use for for making mojitos absolutely Yeah. So stuff.
0: if you like like fun little uh drinks like that, use Bacardi, use rum, have any of those seltzers. I mean, if you drink the I named probably the most popular ones in truly's and white claws, but that's kind of what I like. So But Ben, take us home with your Oof. most likely gin list. Wait, hold thing. on, I found
2: the I found the rum. Uh, I was wrong about its country of origin. It's Colombian, and it's called Diplomatico.
0: Uh,
2: ah. It comes in a nice little uh, like fogged bottle. It's very pretty. Um, it's like a $35 bottle of rum. It, so It's not super expensive. So terrible. Uh, it's not terrible. Uh, but it's, um, it's very delicious.
1: To- I have to ask right because i yeah. i spent like two and a half years working in hospitality and worked in a gin house so that's really cool. my my alcohol knowledge is very broad how broad of recommendations do you want should i keep it short shall i like no you could be it. as broad as
0: you could say right. like drink whiskey and like that's okay
1: fine. so uh to go off of the gins like kai said roku is amazing the botanist is amazing uh i spoke yeah. about sip smith last time Smith sip smith's really nice um I spoke about Whitley Neill. They are a flavored gin company. They do a lot of really good flavored gins if you're into that sort of stuff. Uh bullet is an amazing whiskey. Uh Jameson's is okay. I'm not personally a fan, but I know it's a very popular whiskey. Yeah. Uh da, 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 da. Johnny Walker is okay. I think it's a bit overrated personally. But um I spoke last time about Glenfiddich. Glenfiddich is a single malt Scotch whiskey. It's fucking gorgeous uh i was going to talk about some other stuff oh rum um Mm. so there's a brand here in the uk i don't know if you guys have them in the us but there's a brand called dead man's finger and they do flavored rums uh they do like pineapple vanilla passion fruit all these kind of like um dark rums that are flavored that are really really fucking nice this is a cool graphic design too. Yeah, it's got like a skull. It's like a neon bottle with a skull on it. Um, One of also...
2: mine and Jared's favorite things is to go to the wine section of grocery stores uh, here and just look at the graphic design and solely choose our favorite labels based on graphic design. If, too. if you're based in
1: it on graphic design, Dead Man's Finger is like up there for some of the best ones. Um, there's also a really nice rum if you can get a hold of it called Redleg. Mm-hmm. That is a Caribbean vanilla spiced rum. It's really, really fucking nice. Um, and then I don't just drink spirits. I do drink some other stuff. Um, I don't know. You, you might be able to get a hold of it in the US. I don't know, but ca- there's a place called Camden Brewery um, and they do Camden Hells, which is a lager and they do Camden Pale Ale. Camden Pale Ale is my favourite one. It's mm-hmm. like... Um, like a craft parallel sort of thing, but not craft because it's mass produced. Um, and I'm I'm one of those people that drinks Car Scales. I drink like the sort of flat beer that we have here in the UK. I don't really drink a lot of like carbonated beer. Um, so I like Guinness. If you can get Guinness, if you've ever had Guinness, get Guinness. If you really want to try something different, get Nigerian Guinness. Um oh. Surprisingly, not a lot of people know it, but Nigerian have their own export of Guinness that's like 9% and it has a completely different taste. It's really, really nice. Um, On top of that, if you like Guinness, there's stouts. You can get oatmeal stout. Oatmeal stout is very, very nice. It sounds weird, but it's got this like... I don't know how to explain the taste. It's just really good. If you like Guinness, you like oatmeal stout. Um, And if you ever get the chance to try a cask ale, a flat ale, try them because they're not everyone's cup of tea but they are very nice and mm-hmm. i personally like them because i can drink loads and not get bloated
0: you get fucked up yeah we did it good job guys uh yeah those are all over I- i'll go look at my whole uh suggestions uh kai you're not allowed to suggest something ben please go <laughs> mute you're, him mute him next <laughs> you can give us a theme for next week <laughs>
1: So uh while he's ranting while I'm muted, my recommendation that I've wanted to ask is we are gonna do albums that you can listen to in their entirety from start oh, to finish fuck. without skipping.
2: That's hilarious because I only listen to music in entire albums. I don't listen to one-off songs and Jared
0: only listens to one-off songs. <laughs> and and, and so, even a step further that I hardly listen to music and I just primarily listen to podcasts too. So this will be interesting. So
1: I, I've gone down the route that you do. I've become much more of a podcast person just because of yeah. how much music I was listening to. It became too yeah. tedious. Um, But yeah, so there yeah. aren't many albums I can listen to start to finish, but that's what we're getting with
0: sweet so bring your bring your recommendations bring your 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 albums that you can listen to all the way through and you know what in the in the discord tell us what albums you have if you guys want to interact with us and tell us your recommendations for things too let Minecraft us know craft music volume mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. Minecraft oh, music oh, i didn't even think two. about bringing like video game music albums okay this might have changed actually the pokemon no. uh albums. <laughs> <soundtrack laughs> yeah. album pokemon, to- the first pokemon movie to- uh soundtrack. album yeah Exactly. Game Freak's
1: greatest hits. Yeah, that's um, Deadman's Finger that you sent in. That's the normal stuff. Yeah, it's really from... cool.
0: And there's like a bunch of different colored ones, too. Uh, okay, so thanks, guys. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, getting into what we're going to be playing next week, I have the chapters here. Chapters seven, which is The Past Behind Us, and mm. chapter eight, which is The Belly of the Beast. So. That doesn't sound daunting. <clears throat> yeah not 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 daunting at all but exciting nonetheless uh like i said in the beginning follow us on social media our link tree is anywhere you can find our podcast uh but yeah in the next episode we will be covering chapters seven and eight of the quarry we are rounding out the end the penultimate episode of the quarry Ooh. oh yeah. god, for y'all not me yeah Lone by hasn't it yeah but yeah okay guys thanks for listening we'll see you next time with chapter seven and eight of the quarry peace out bye we love you bye y'all bye